to it. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail, and there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand and I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise my soul will rest in your embrace for I
Outside of Virgil. We walk upon the waters wherever you come Let's sing it together, stand. In the presence of my Savior, Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Put it on the board. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you can call me. My faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit lead me. Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. And take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me and take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior Hallelujah clap for Jesus yes Spirit lead me Leave the words on the board. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters. Wherever you could call me. Hallelujah. Take me deeper. Than my feet. Could ever want. And my faith would be made strong. Just lift your hands and thank Him. Thank Him for all that He's ever done. Thank Him for who He is. The Spirit will lead you. Where your trust is without borders. Yes. Spirit lead me when my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper. And take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And my faith will be made stronger 
in the presence of my Savior and Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me and take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Hallelujah. 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 These young men pray with me three hours every Tuesday. Three hours every Thursday. So if you are like that in the presence, then you will feel the presence. Do you understand? Yes. It's a rehabilitation place where your life is changed from sitting on the palaces 11 o'clock in the morning to being a worker in the temple of the Lord. Hey! May the Lord raise up more such people. Come out from the world. Come out. Run to Him. He has the words of truth. Yeah. He has the words of truth. Your life will be forever transformed. You must get out from amongst them, said the Lord. And be separate. Come out from among them and be separate, said the Lord. Be separate. Be separate. Be holy. For I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you can. Can I have two yapas to yap these men? Two or three yapas. Just assist them off. And then Virgil will come and prepare our hearts. Also for the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a place in the back of, of my mind A little corner that's reserved for all times It's home, sweet home Precious memory Oh, so fine I know there's just one thing I cannot leave behind and I still love you Lord in the same old fashioned way 
old-fashioned way. Father Time, he grows older every day. And they say that I have changed well I guess so have you but as time grows out on this life of mine I know my will be the same and I still love you in the same old fashioned way and you know Hallelujah. If I could live a hundred years or more, I will still love the Lord in the same old-fashioned way. Let's pray. Father, may the word we will be about to hear touch and transform our lives and our minds. May our minds be changed that we can move higher into what you have designed for us to be. Come Holy Spirit and minister through me to the people. The word of your truth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a wonderful presence of the Lord here. 
If you are sensitive, you can feel His presence. Amen. May the Lord help you to become sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. If you have Bibles, today I'm going to do a short, powerful Bible teaching for you. Oftentimes, I, uh, Luke 22 verse 32, Luke 22, 32. Oftentimes, uh, on a Monday, we have a staff meeting here. And before we talk about the practical things we need to do, I often share uh, motivation to the staff. This teaching this morning would probably be one of those motivations I share with them. And their lives are being changed every day. So I thought I can also share it with you so that your life can also be changed. This morning as I was sitting down, I looked again at this mission here, this little poster, and uh, I realized that when Pastor Charlie was teaching in the first service, we have a mission as the leaders of the church, and our mission is clearly posted for everyone to see. Are you with me? If ever you ask certain questions about why we do things the way we do here at BMI, be it known to you that because we have a mission, we are busy fulfilling our mission. So Pastor Charlie is, is teaching a great series called How to Be a Good Assistant, and it's part of our mission. What is the mission? To transform people's lives. That's the first part. To transform people's lives. In other words, there must be signs of that you have changed. That's transformation. You know what transformation means? Things don't stay the same. Things are being changed. Amen. Now, how can we change things? The, the only and the best way and the target way is to, uh, to change you by renewing your mind. Just remove this uh, two young men quickly. Just there for a second. So that everybody can see, that group can also see. It's the renewal of the mind. Are you with me? I want to beg of all of you that as you come here, and I see a lot of young people here, and I'm very happy always for the young people, especially the children, because a child can easily receive and can easily change his or her mind. It's the adults that I'm worried about. The adults. Because adults normally, when they think they know, you can't hardly change their mind. Are you with me? If you can't change the mind of the person, you can't change the life of the person. Because you are what you think. As I'm speaking, I'm giving you a lot of golden nuggets. Your, your money will never be able to pay for it. You are what you think. You are, the way you think is the way you are. <laughs> are you with me? So to change, or let's say not to change, let's say not to change. If who you are makes you happy with what you are, if what you have makes you happy with what you have, you don't need to change. Are you with me? 
But if you want better, if you want higher, if you want more, then you need to change. Because what you have today, today, is how you've been living this life up till now. Are you with me? You all have what you have because of the way you've been living and the way your mind is working. But now, say now, <laughs> your mind must be transformed. Your mind must be changed so that your life can be different. Are you with me? And how can we? We can transform your life or we can renew your mind by philosophy. Philosophy is a department in education or it's a part of, it's a, it's a, it's a way of thinking. Or psychology. We can teach you psychology. We can teach you philosophy. We can teach you anthropology. Yes, we can teach you all the ologies. However, the transforming of the life and the renewing of the mind is done through the word of God. This year. Do you understand? So the foundation upon which we are teaching you and the foundation upon which we are hoping to change your life is the word of God. The sad thing about church and religion is that a lot of people attend churches but their lives are never changed. Are you with me? So church then becomes what the Bible calls a form of godliness but there's no power to change. It takes power to change. Yes. So you can be religious but you are not a transformed person. Are you listening to me? And therefore... A lot of the stuff you are receiving here from this pulpit is to what? To transform your life by renewing your mind through the powerful word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to be what God designed us to be. You can bring the pulpit back, those boys. We want to be what God wants of us to be. And today I want to talk about promotion. How many of you would like a promotion? Some years ago, I preached a very powerful sermon called How to Please Your Boss. And I heard so many good testimonies that came from that preaching. Yeah. A lot of my people were promoted in their workplaces. A lot of people today, up till today, still have jobs that they got through that teaching. How to please your boss. Now, society today and democracy today it's maybe a good form of government, but it's not the best form of government. Are you with me? All you ever learn in democracy is protest. Workers' rights, workers' rights. We want more, we want salary. We burn tires now. You see, what we're teaching you from the word of God is not like that. No. In the world teaching, the boss is your enemy. Do you see? That one who's paying you is an enemy. He's putting all the money in his pocket. And you are living with nothing. Workers' rights.
But you will discover that if you go that route, you won't have much. Let me read, let me read the word of God and then I'll teach you for a few minutes only because our time is fast spent. I'm talking about promotion. And I want to start off by saying promotion depends on the problems you are willing to solve for those around you. And this teaching today will change somebody's life. You are going to get promoted. I prophesy over you. You're going to get promoted by the things that I teach you today. Only if you can go and apply it. If you don't apply it, it's like a dirty man who tells me, I'm dirty, Pastor Chris, I give you soap. And tomorrow I see you are still dirty. The reason is you had the soap, but you never applied it. But if you apply it to your body and you put some water on it, you will smell nice and fresh. A lot of people get the word of God as I'm standing here, but they don't apply it. So tomorrow they come back still stinking. Especially stinking. They say, but your word didn't help, but you never applied it. You must apply it. And it will make all the difference. Promotion depends on the problems you are willing to solve for the people around you. Young girl, remember the statement, Pastor Chris is giving you wisdom. By the way, on Wednesday nights, my uh, Facebook Live will be shorter now, only 30 minutes. I'm going to give what we call nuggets of wisdom. I decided not an hour anymore because of the data. Just 30 minutes. I'll sing a song. I normally sing for my audience on a Wednesday with my golden Jim Reeves voice. You know, Jim Reeves couldn't sing a false note even if he tried. So, here's, what, here's one of my nuggets of wisdom. Promotion. If you can only get this, then it's enough for you. Promotion comes to you depending on the problems you are willing to solve for the people around you. It's a lot in one sentence, but I, I'm, I'm waiting for you to, to take it in. You know, when you send something, it must first download, so, so the phone says it's still going, sending. Now I feel as I made this statement, I, I'm, it's still sending. A lot of people have not downloaded yet. A lot of people are still. But, but say, Pastor, promotion, what? What, what, Pastor, what, what, prom promotion depends on the problem you are willing to solve for the people around you. <laughs> you want my position? Solve problems for the people. And you'll get, my, you'll get promoted. The, re, the problem with you is you solve nobody's problem. You are a problem. No, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the person next to you. Alright? You are a problem and you wonder why you're not being promoted. You're not solving people's problems. You are the problem. Listen to Jesus. The Savior speak to Peter in Luke 22, 32. He said, I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. Peter was tested and the devil was coming to test him. Jesus said, Peter, I prayed for you. I knew you were going to be tested. 
I pray that your faith mustn't fail. That you can pass this test. But after you have passed, here comes your promotion. Are you with me? When thou art converted, when you have changed, when you have changed, strengthen thy brethren. Nangusha. Yeah. I first pray for you because I see you are weakling, you are struggling, and I could see Satan is going to defeat you. But don't worry, I, I, I prayed for you that you should not fail. But after this now, Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pastor. No man, gebed, pastor. But when thou art converted, you must strengthen the brethren. You must strengthen the sisters. Are you listening? Another verse I want to read to you. Never fear when Pastor Chris is near. I'm going to give you the scriptures to save you. Luke 12 verse 48. Luke 12 verse 48. We just the bottom part. Okay. The Bible says, For whom soever much is given, Kom ons sit dit in die gewone Engels vir die mense man. Jylle sien die mense sikkel klaar met die Elizabethan English nogal van Shakespeare's tijd af. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. Are you listening? Would you like more? How much money are you earning? Do you want more money? I mean really now. Or you don't want? Oh, do you want more? Do you want more? Do you want more? <laughs> when someone has been given much, it means much is required of that person. Maybe your little is because little is required of you. So bright, pakker, I praat van ochtend saam met jou. Jy wil verdien wat die manager verdien. Maar zij wil net goed in een zakkie sit, is al. En hy pak dit nog verkeerd ook, sy pak nog al die blikjes boe op die eies, jyre. Maar zij soek promotion. The only problem you solve is putting people's stuff in the bag, that's all. But the one of whom much is, is given, much is required. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required of that person. Are you here? God will never promote you until you become overqualified for your present position. Yeah. 
until you become overqualified for your present position. We all know promotion comes from the Lord, isn't it? That's what the Bible says. Promotion comes from the Lord. And God cannot promote you until you get to the place where God can see, like Peter, you have passed this test. Now, move on to something greater. Let me lift you higher. Now, you're not just going to be a receiver of prayer. You are also going to be giving prayer to people. Wow. Say promotion. Yeah. And when your promotion comes, it means your assignment changes. You're no longer just putting stuff into a plastic bag. No, the manager's telling you now, you will now look after all the packers to see that they're doing their work correctly. Wow! New assignment. You will see that there's enough plastic bags in everybody's uh, cupboards and uh, in the drawers. Yeah. And you will see that they're all there on time. If there's one missing, you will see that you're the manager of the packers, the packing manager. Because the way you pack stuff, yeah, yo, it's very nice. And the wet stuff you put in another extra plastic bag so that it doesn't wet the bread on the edge. You will teach the packers now. You will now be the teacher of the packers, and I will not give you twenty rand an hour. You get thirty rand an hour. Wow. Because you are overqualified for your current position. You see, then promotion. You can only get promotion if what you have been given, you have mastered it. Now it's the next step. The clean job that I have done is right. It's a promotion in English. I gave you a small thing to do. You can't do it right, but you want promotion. No, you will stay there until you can solve that problem. Your assignment cannot change. That's your assignment. But once you have mastered it, it's time to move on. It's time for something new. Yeah. So stop moaning and groaning. I'm teaching you. Many of you, if you listen to what I say today, huh? You will get promotion at your jobs, which will mean your life will be better and smarter. I promise you. Believe, Pastor Chris. Are you listening to me? You must become qualified for your next season. Now, there are many. Now, remember I said, we change your mind by the word of God. So all my examples are from the Bible. Amen. But to transform your life, we must change your copy first. Now in the Bible, there was a girl called Ruth. It's a small little book in the Old Testament. It's a beautiful story of a girl whose husband died, in case you never read it. And she had a mother-in-law called Naomi. Who's heard about this girl yet, Ruth? The, the, mother, the mother's husband died and also the daughter-in-law's, her uh, uh, sons died. Her yeah. uh, sons, her uh, sons, two, both she had a, a, a husband and two sons and all three of them died. You know, men die before women because I don't know what the women do to the men. <laughs> I 
I see it's, it's the same in our day as it was in the days of the Bible. Die manne gaat gauw oor graf toe. Ek weet nie, die vrouwens is, is, is maar zwaar. Is dat stress? Ja, Heere Jesus. <laughs> and the Bible says, she, uh, she said to her, she was married to a, 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 a man from Moab, this lady Naomi. And, and when her children, when her sons died and her husband, she told her daughters-in-law, marry for you men in your own country. Don't worry about me, I'm going back to my place, Israel. The one went back and married the man, but this girl called Ruth, she said to Naomi, no, 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 no. I'm not going back. My assignment is to take care of you. Hey, where you go? I will go. Your God will be my God. What you do, I will do. And the Bible says she did her job so well that when she came into Israel, all the people started talking about her and said, this girl is a girl of integrity and loyalty. She never left the side of her mother-in-law. Even though the mother-in-law said, go back. You can take another man. She said, I will not. I will be, I'm assigned to you to take care of you. And the Bible says she did her assignment so well that she got promoted to the second assignment. What's the second assignment? She came into Israel and there was a very rich man called Boaz. He had large fields. And Naomi said to her, Ruth, you have looked after me very well. You are overqualified for this job of looking after me. Now it's time for another assignment. Go work in the field of Boaz. And she gave her an instruction. When he comes with his horse to inspect the fields, was vir jou mooi laat jou haren nie so kroes is sê. Sy moet nie kies, sting moet nie sweet on jou blaaie nie. And to cut a long story short, when Boaz asked the people, who is this girl? They said, this is the girl that fulfilled the assignment of looking after Naomi, which was a, which was a family member of Boaz and then she didn't just fulfill look look here's the problem here's the problem you want to know what's the problem of you people your problem you see eventually Boaz liked Naomi uh, he liked Ruth she, she was, Ruth was working in his, in, his, in his field she was one of the laborers picking up the corn and the wheat you see but everything say everything Everything she did was on the instruction of Naomi. You need to understand this. She listened to, because she was assigned to Naomi. She, she said, she felt that God's assignment for her was to look after Naomi. She did it so well that every time Naomi told her, do this, do this, do this, she did it without murmuring. Now was the time for a promotion. So when Naomi told her, stay in the fields, don't go home early, stay in the corners. He's going to come in the night. So when he came, 
He found her exactly where Naomi told her to be because she took an instruction from Naomi. The reason why nobody notices you, you don't take the instruction from the person that you are assigned to. She even told her where to go lie at his feet. You must read it on your own. I don't have time. She told him when he comes, he's tired in the night and he's going to lie down. His feet is sore. You go lie down at his feet. And when his feet feel this nice soft, I don't know what part of the body his feet was touching, but something was very soft. It was the old woman who gave her the instruction. And Boaz said, this one must be my wife. Hallelujah. So from a peasant girl, she got promoted to the first lady of the farm, the, 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 what is it, the estate of Boaz. No more a peasant girl. Now she had girls looking after her and working for her. You will never get promotion. Until you come to the place where you are overqualified for what you must currently do. Are you listening? Yes. That was Ruth. And you can read it in the whole chapter of Ruth chapter 3. Then Daniel was also like that. Great man of God thrown into the lion's den. So the promotion for Daniel was from the lion's den to second in command of the whole Babylon empire. It was the exit from what he used to do to his next level. The exit from Daniel's present and the gateway into his season. There will always be something that is the gateway from your old life into something new. Are you listening? The exit from your present and the entrance into your future. Glory to God. I wasn't always a head pastor, me. I wasn't always leading. I was an assistant pastor before. But I had to exit my past to enter into my present. And then exit my present to go into my future. You can't just stay where you are. God wants to take you higher. But you first need to do well in the place where you are. You need to pass the test in the lion's den. Are you listening to me? And then after that passing of the test, when the king found that the lions did not touch Daniel, he said, you will now become second in command of the whole of Babylon. Because the God you serve is a mighty God. Hallelujah. The three Hebrew friends of Daniel, they also passed the test. They were thrown into the fiery furnace. I say there's a test that you have to pass. Are you listening? It's called your secret passage of promotion. You must pass through something. Your test might even be how you serve in this house here, this house of God here. So some of you that's working in the secular world, how you perform there where your job is. Have you passed the test? Maybe everybody is saying, let's, let's protest, let's throw down tools, let's ask for more money. You said, no, you won't do that. And somebody noticed you. You pass a test. Yeah. They embraced the fiery furnace. And it was an exit from their present. Into their new season. I see a new season coming for some of you. 
Some of you will go into it and you must testify of it. But you need to do well in where you are now. Otherwise, you can't get promoted. You can't get promoted. Joseph was accused falsely. And the way he handled it made him excel in the prison. When the devil thought it was all over for Joseph, it was Joseph's promotion to his new level. He became the second in command of the whole of Egypt. Can you go from a prisoner to a vice president? Have you ever seen such a promotion? From a prisoner to a vice president? I think Mandela went from a prisoner to the president. Hey! Is it possible? It's possible. What about you? Trong It's not the end of your life wherever you are today. You can have better. You can be promoted. If these men that were thrown into lion's dens, thrown into fiery furnace, thrown into the dungeon, be promoted, I see God promoting you also. But you must excel where you are. You must do so good where you are. That you, you have outgrown the place, you see. You become overqualified for your current position. And maybe this is a good preaching also for pastors. Because in the month of December, early December, I'm going to appoint new pastors and new elders. And I want you to listen to what I'm saying. My pastors, let me talk to them on Facebook. Look, look, look into my navy blue eyes. I don't really have navy blue eyes in case you were wondering. You want promotion. You want to rise the levels. You must first prove what you can do in your position before you go to the new level. Are you with me? Everybody wants promotion, but people don't want to do the jobs. Now, I give you five qualities that can help you be promoted. Isn't it great? The pastor is not just telling you that you can go to the new level. Now I'm going to tell you what you must do to go up. Hallelujah. Number one. Five important keys that affect your promotion. Number one is excellence. Excellence. Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, Whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes 9 chapter 10. Let's see what the other version says. It's beautiful. Whatever you do, do it well. Now, please don't sit here and think these are things you've heard before. If you do what I tell you today, you are going to get a promotion, I promise you. Five things you must do. When you go to the grave, there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. Whatever you must do now, do it well. If I place you as a security by that door, do it well. If I ask you just to pick up the papers in the church or in the yard, do it well. Are you listening? I'm only using those examples because I'm looking at promotion here. Whatever I'm saying, you must now apply to where you are. 
I don't know what you do for your boss. I don't know what you do at work. But what you must do it, do it with excellence. Excellence has been a word used with me for many years. When pastors introduce me, wherever I go to speak, blah, blah, blah. They always say, he's a man of excellence. That word was used of Daniel. In him was an excellent spirit. In other words, in other words, listen for me, look for me, look for me. Sometimes we as blacks and coloreds, we always accept second grade, lower standard. I always believed you must do the best you can do. Sometimes money is a barrier, but you don't always need money to do things well. Are you listening to me? Do what you must do, do it well. Are you with me? Do you need money to pick up a paper? Do you need money to bend your back and pick up a paper? Why do we accept that the place can be clean, but not so clean, we leave one or two papers lying around? Why? Why can't we have it spit and span? Like Andy, Andy. No, because we've been conditioned that we will always be second best. And very seldom do you find a person of excellence in our communities. Young boy, I'm telling you, when you got a job to do, do it well. As your pastor say, Figo di stupi. Say, Figo di stupi. Ma say, Sin me, he langs and leuk nog iets. Ek fiso ma tayuk. My pastor had me nie gesê nie. Ma ek weet mos man. Ek weet mos wat is excellent. Fida, fida. Now you grow weeds where you also sweeping the stupi. Now you say to yourself, but this is not right. My pastor won't like this. You pull it also out. What do you think is your pastor going to do if he comes and he sees what you're doing? He says, yeah, that's right. He must be promoted, man. Are you with me? I want him around me. Are you learning? I'm only giving you one key. You must apply the key of excellence to what you are doing. Pastor, my job is to wipe the chairs for coronavirus. Do it well. Are you listening? My secretary and my other help workers, they always tease me. They say I suffer from a sickness called OCD. Obsessive compulsive disorder. But it's not true. They're lying. They just get angry because I always give them work to do. So in other words, when I walk in, I always say, why must the chairs not be in a, in a straight line? Why, why, why? It's like my eye always notices things. It's because we are so used to substandard. Listen, we are used to substandard. We can never have good things and right things. We think white thing, good things are for white people. That's our problem we have. We think that's for them. It can't be for us. It's a lie. There's nothing wrong with us. Why can't you also make your stuff right? When I planted this garden here, I tried to get my people to learn to, to buy a plant and at least put a plant into the ground. Because in their minds, they couldn't see the, the benefit of having something green growing. Although Solomon said, in my wisdom, I planted me gardens. They couldn't see. So I, I took them all to Stodals. I took my old church leadership to Stodals. And they were walking around buying uh, plants there for the first time in their life. Glory to God. But to my surprise, when they brought me the plants, they bought the cheapest plants possible. They missed they miss the emphasis. I didn't go there 
for them to save money. There were one plant selling for 10 rand. You know plants are expensive. The plants were selling for 49 rand, 59 rand, some were even 100 rand. I can't remember one person buying anything more than 100 rand. They just went for the 10 rand plants. To say, okay, you wanted us to buy a plant? Yeah, here's your plan. Do you think they impressed me? Do you think they impressed me? None of them impressed me. Because they did their work, but not with excellence. They cleaned the place, but not with excellence. They swept the place, but not excellent. Maybe that's why you're not being promoted. You're not doing stuff with excellence. Number two, number two, number two. Five qualities that will affect your promotion. Number one, excellence. Number two, problem solving. Say problem solving. Jylle wat die hou van ons preekie, luister wat ek vir julle gaat sê. As ons ons een gaat kry, gaan ons nog baie meer as julle kry. Moet nie kon geld leen by ons, asjeblief in die naam van die Heere. You must solve the problems that matter the most to your employer. You must solve the problems that matter the most to your employer. Proverbs 3 verse 27, what does it say? Withhold not good from them to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do it. You must become a problem solver. I had two men who worked for me here. They were, were, um, they were helping with the bricks here. But they said to me, the one said to me, we are actually not pavers. We, we, we've just come to assist. So I asked them, what do you do? So they said, the one said to me, we are shop fitters, shop fitters. I don't know if you know what it means. A shop fitter is those who put like the cupboards in a, in a shop. You see like for sheeny shelves things, now it has these racks and they pack their clothes on the shelves. They do the shelves like a kitchen cabinet maker. That's a shop, shop fitter. But he made an emphasis. I like what he said. He said, we are shop fitters, not shop lifters. A shoplifter is a problem to the shop owner. But the shop fitter is, not a, is a problem solver. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? You must become a problem solver, not a problem. Do you solve problems for your employer? Do you solve problems? Okay, okay. what problem do you solve for me in this church? I'm your pastor. Do you solve any problem? Besides warming the chair. The chair doesn't really need warming, but okay, let's say you warm that chair. You must feel the chair. The chair is warm if you sit on it long. Now, she's there, 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 she's but you've done nothing to solve a problem here in this church. Nothing. So I'm telling you why you're not being promoted in this church. It's as simple. 
I'm preaching about promotion. You only get promotion to the degree you solve the problems for the person that employs you. Derek was preaching this many times. Derek has been promoted in private. His boss didn't even want to tell the people how many times he's promoted him because he was sitting under my teaching and learning that he must solve problems for his boss. He came there after those people. He's now earning more than them. All he, all he did was, he took the soap I gave him and he applied it. He's been prom- he's, yeah, promoted. He gets the keys of his boss's expensive cars and he is sent around to drive around. He no more works as a laborer in the shop. Sit down. We saw you. (laughs) Problem solving. Number three, diligence. Diligence is a big English word for hard work. Work hard. Diligence. All of you at the back sitting there listening to me, you might not have a job now, but once you enter into your workplace, You see, even not having a job is one level. But when you can fulfill not having a job well, you will get a job. And how do you do well without a job? You can help where you are. I told many of my young boys, if you are not working, go ask some places if you can work for free. Just tell the boss, listen, I know you don't have a place for a job for me. Can I work for you for two weeks for free? I just want to gain some experience. You don't have to pay me. Few of my boys did it. All of them that did it, they are now working for that very company. Now I give you you a tip what to do. You laugh at it. You see, even when you didn't have a job, you didn't do that well. But you want, to, you want to be promoted to having a job. But when you didn't have a job, you sleep till 11 o'clock. Till the sun is shining here on the buttock. Aye! And then you get up after 11, you have coffee in your mother's house. Then you go sit on the palaces. But you want to job? You've never really fulfilled your assignment. You can only be moved to a new level if you overqualified for the position that you're currently in. Receive it. Now you must work hard. Diligence is immediate attention to the assigned task. Is my staff here? I also want them to listen to me. What is diligence? Immediate attention to the job you were given. Not tomorrow. I had a father. Praise God. He, 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 he's gone home to be with Jesus. He was a hard man. And I am what I am today because of my father. Yeah, my father. My father used to give you a job. My father used to give you a small job as a child. And he always used to include the sentence after they give you the instruction. It's in Afrikaans, but I'll translate it now for the English speakers. He give you the job and I say, you must do this, 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 this. Then he say in Afrikaans, any vanani? No. Because you see, children have the, 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 the concept. Yes, mommy, I'm coming. Make me some coffee. Yes, mommy, wait, I'm just busy, wait, wait. Nah, my father said, Ni vanani? Are you saying English? Not when? Now, say now. 
Some people want to speak English, they don't say now, they say now. So what is diligence? Your immediate reaction to an instruction you've been given. I'm teaching how to be promoted. You got a job. You could have finished it yesterday, tomorrow. You finish it in three days' time. You think I'm going to promote you? I won't promote you. But the one who pays immediate attention to the instruction given, you're setting yourself up for promotion, you see. That's the type of people bosses want around them. In case you didn't know. Girls, I'm teaching you, please. You must all go work. Is that the South Africa has 43% unemployment. But all of you that's listening to me and apply what I say, you will not be unemployed. You will find a job in this dry climate of unemployment, I tell you. Isaac sowed in the land of famine and the Lord gave him a hundredfold. He multiplied. Nobody else got stuff. He got multiplication. In coronavirus, so many people lost jobs. The BMI people can testify. They were promoted they got extra money. They were advanced. Yes, many. Yes, Derek. Yes, Jamie. I can show you. Many of them walked into jobs that never had. You see, when God is in, involved, things start to turn around. When God sees your obedience to your shepherd, your leader, God honors that and you see stuff start to turn in the spirit for you. Diligence. Yeah. Ah, die tijd vang me. Number four, favor. Favor. Sorry, I didn't give you the scripture for diligence. Who said we must be diligent? Remember, we are all teaching you on the word of God. Proverbs 10.4. He becometh poor. Put it in the NLT. Proverbs 10.4. Lazy people are soon poor. Hello? Hard workers get rich. That's the NLT. This is the Bible. Then also... Another scripture, Proverbs 13, 4. 13, 4. Lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. Say amen. Now, number four is favor. You must find favor with those in authority. You see, my friends, the person that's below you and the person that's next to you cannot promote you. Promotion only comes from somebody above you. Are you listening, young girls? You're listening at school, but listen what pastor says. Promotion doesn't come from your friends. So, they can ask you, the pastor tells you for us, yeah, we say, yeah. That person cannot promote you in that company. It's the person above you that can promote you. Are you listening? So when somebody starts to Don't get involved with these type of things. Are you listening? There's things you don't know. Say clock in. Eight o'clock. Five o'clock and say, we gaan sit die man nog hard tot nine o'clock aan. You want the same money. You, you, you don't understand how things work in this life. You need to find favor with the one that employs you. Favor happens when an instruction has been followed 
accurately and quickly. Yeah. Favor happens when an instruction has been followed accurately and quickly. That's why Daniel and these people are called people of excellence. They did stuff very nicely, not half-heartedly. Proverbs 22, 29, my favorite scripture, I like it. Proverbs 22, 29. 22, 29. Ah. Do you see any competent workers? They will serve kings rather than work for ordinary people. If you are diligent and competent, you will stand before kings, not ordinary people. You will serve kings, not ordinary people. Glory to God. Currents of favor will begin to flow for you. The moment you solve a problem for someone, now, now, the colored people is the tribe that I come from, sorry to say. They have certain sayings. But I can't say it here because of the mic and the everything and the recordings. But it's almost like when you, when you, when you seek for favor with your employer, then they always say, uh, how, how, how I say, you, you, are, you are doing it who say mens die goed in Engels man? Zij kruip in die, in die, in die steed op. Verstaan jylle? <laughs> you, you understand? And it's the devil that does that. He tells you, don't do that, you see. But the Bible says you must find favor in the eyes of the king. Esther found favor in the eyes of the king. Yeah? Daniel found favor in the eyes of the king. Joseph found favor in the eyes of Pharaoh. The promotion came because they found favor. And why did they find favor? They solved the problem for the person. Whatever your boss likes and don't like, try to find out and do what he likes and you will find favor. But it's not like I say in Afrikaans, you're not creeping up the, 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 the batok. Fasan, I don't know how to say it, but you understand. You have it in Kosa, like you, 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 like you look up the backside. Is it what they say? It's a worldly way of putting it because... It's almost like if you look for favor, you are doing a wrong thing. But it's, 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 it's incorrect. Because the Bible says you must find favor. Who's paying you? Is that person sitting next to you moaning at the, at the, at the sewing machine? Grrr, is she paying you? That man is paying you. So whose favor is important? Is her favor important? Or is his favor important? Are you listening to me? Find favor with the one that employs you. This one, favor is all right. He only sends you SMS, that's all. That's all. But he cannot give you any money. <laughs> yes. Find favor. Oh, man. Favor will start to flow the moment you solve a problem for someone. Yes. Yes. Anybody who solves my problems, I tell you, if they, if they must ever have a need, I'll show them waves of favor because they make my life easy. Now that's how anybody thinks. Your boss at work thinks the same. 
If your boss likes the windows open, your chummy says, Mark to the fences. But the boss owns the place. He wants the window. He wants fresh air to flow, to blow your coronavirus out by the window. Yeah. So you open the windows. They say, hey! You say, I'm not looking for favor from you. I'm looking for favor for the one who appointed me. Ach, you will me not glue. I can now I can Okay, I feel who say my my friend Dampis? I feel a minachting here in this place. Minachting. Number five and the last one, cooperation. I give you five keys. Cooperation. What was number one? Excellence. You know what this scripture is for? Jama for you. You know what instructions are given to scribe that you know can follow to go forward. Play my Bible, level play. Number one was excellence. Number two, problem solving. Number three, diligence. Number four, favor. And number five, cooperation. Cooperation is getting along with others. Are you listening? The cause of strife is always known by others in an office. The Bible says you must follow peace with all men. Hebrews 12 verse 14. Follow peace. Without that you can't see God. Don't always be a problem in the workplace. Don't always be the one arguing, fighting for more money. Don't become a shop steward. You must always fight for the rights of the workers. Yes, there are abusive workers. I'm not denying that. But don't, don't go into fighting authority. When you become such a leader, it means you're always fighting authorities. You never agree. You fight them. Satan fought the authority of God and he was pushed out of heaven. Be careful not to fight authorities. How many of you know Princess Diana? The lady with half a million. Lady Diana's wardrobe was about four of these tents, like this. Four of these tents. That's just a clothes she, she could walk through. And one dress can sell for half a million. Lady Diana, the queen of hearts. She died like a nothing, like a popo. Do you know what was her problem? She fought authority. She came into the monastery of King Charles, Prince Charles and Queen Elizabeth. Uh, and she thought, I'm going to change everything here. This is the way you do things. I'll show you what I do. Poor Diana. Kekule say no. Arampis gefou. Fighting authorities. You don't fight existing authorities. Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Listen, don't do it. Zij kon nou bereid werk. Die werk staan al 30 jaar. Zij werkt nou drie maanden. Zij wil goed kort change. Don't do it. Don't try it. Don't do it. Ask your boss what he likes and flow with him. And your promotion is coming. Your promotion is coming. Your friends will say, Zij is een dingenskreper. Een backbite. Een batok. Batok. Batok creeper. I can't use the word because it's, it's rude. And I'm speaking to Americans and Canadians also here. Your friends will tell you that. It's the world, the worldly system. But the godly system is seek favor from your employer. Are you all listening to me? Seek favor from your employer. I'm changing your mind so that your life can be changed. Wanneer het ons aan wit brood met lekker sunshine die. Halleluja.
I love my own preaching. Listen to 2 Timothy 2, 23. I'm closing, I'm closing. Foolish and unlearned questions avoid it. Foolish and unlearned questions avoid knowing that they do gender strifes. They just cause strife. stupid, You see, that's why I like Justin. Where is he? If he sang, he fell under the power. And this wasn't performance, it's true. He came here and he's he, he was in the world. He, he, he was a, for a time he was playing with the world. He's like a dog that went to play with the street dogs. He came back full of Boslesa. Boslesa and Floyer. So to get him right was hard work. It's still a process. So I had to, I, a lot of rebuke. A lot, if I don't rebuke him, then Pastor Robin is rebuking him. But what I liked about him, he never spoke back. He never speak back. And I'm looking for that. I'm looking for when you start to speak back. I'm looking for it. I say ook for Robin, hey, nee, man, just not to hard with the light, man. But I see, nee, goeie net. Say, okay, we can work with this boy. We can work with him. But they were to foolish and unlearned questions. Avoid it. They just cause strife. Put it in the NLT, man. Say, what do you mean? Say, what's the end of the Shakespeare bizarrety? Again I say, don't get involved in foolish, ignorant arguments. They only start fights. Play me not still, man. Do your work, mooi, man. Moet nog terug Yeah. Yesterday we were working. I like working with the boys, huh? The boys who come to work here with me on a Saturday. My eye noticed them and I will never forget them. I yell at them, I shout at them, it's our style. But afterwards we eat together. Hallelujah, like Jesus and the disciples. I noticed them. And you see, so one of them was telling me, I tell him, do this, and he was, did, did, and I said, do this, and then I, I said, hey! Moet nie nog terug praat met my nie, do net wat ek jou sê. I said, sorry, pastor, and I kap on. Ek ga jou later verduidelik, hoekom ek geseer het, sy moet doen wat ek sê. Look, in an army, huh? the one problem, if I'm the president of this country, if I am, I'll send all my boys after matric to the army for a year or more. A minimum a year or more. Jylle moet gaan discipline leer en dan moet jy leer as a koperaal vir jou sê, val plat, sy vraag nie vir my, hoe kom jy? Sy vraag nie, hoe kom jy? As jy nie plat val jy, hulle skiet jou hoog vol koels, boeta. Want sy wil nog een vraag het Hoe kan moet ons plat val? Kan generali mooi met ons praat, he? Can't you speak properly to us? You can't just say fall plat. It's, it's now... It's now democracy. It's democracy. You people, you people used to just tell us to... You see, you people, we are stupid, we don't know. Now we go, we say, that's white rulers, it's white rulers, we must just do what they say. It's not that. It's army, it's discipline. It's discipline. That's why spiritual warfare is army. Fighting demons, you need to understand war and army. Yeah. So when you get an instruction, money by your party. Do not. Do not. 
Later, sometimes your boss doesn't tell you why he says because there's over, there's not enough. It has seen for blood. It has seen. He saw the enemy on the hill. He couldn't still explain to you. Listen, you see. There, you see there. Say, va, va. Sin da da book wa vori kop duete say. I say fall flat. Kunet wat I say and fall flat man. There's a few things I'll do if I'm the president. That's why I don't want to say loud. They might make me the president. I'll take a whip. I'll hit every child that's out, that's out of school. I'll hit you back to school with a some book. You will finish my trick. You won't come roam the streets loafing here for, for something. As your ma geld soek, ach geos a van die 350's, wat hulle gesteel het, ons gee vir jou ma die, sy moet school klama. And then, and then zip ek amal die meisie kinderse broekies vast met een slot. Julle gaat die babies voor die tijd kry nie, maar klaar met school. En die boys gaan aan met jou. As julle terugkom, as sal julle sien, you see the chains, you see the chains, you see the chains. You get an instruction, you do it. Yeah. Cooperation. What's the last one? What was the last one? Cooperation. Yeah, cooperation. The servant of the Lord. Verse 24. The servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. Be able to teach. Be patient with difficult people. Amen. Promotion depends on the problems you are willing to solve for those around you. Are you listening? I end off by the story. Mike Murdock says, he came home one day from working very hard for a faraway country. He came back and one of his staff, he was very tired, he wanted to come and relax. And one of the staff members came in and asked him, I want to see you for a few minutes. He said, okay, whilst we're walking because I'm on my way to rest. She said, I want to raise, I want to increase. He said, why? She said, I just married and we, my husband and I want to buy a house, so I need some more money. He said, look, the problems that you solve for me, write them on a page. Then you look at how much I'm giving you in relation to what you are solving for me. If you want an increase, it's not a problem. But then you must solve more problems for me. To whom much is given, much is required. You want an increase, but you only do the same thing you are doing. You don't, you're not, you don't want to do more. He said when she started to think and take out the page to write, what problems am I solving for this boss? She, she realized, but she's getting enough money for the problems she's solving. You know, some people, you must tell them 10 times what you must do, what they must do. You hear what I'm saying? Now listen to me, 10 times. Mike Murdoch writes, he's one of the great leaders of the world. He writes in his book, he says, if I must tell an employer to do something twice, I cut off his salary in half because he makes me do twice the work I must do. Are you with me? I told you yesterday to do it. Now tomorrow I must tell you again. You, you must actually get off your salary because you are giving me twice as much work to do. I already said yesterday, now I must do it again. 
Yeah. Even God will not promote the unqualified. Would you like to be promoted? Is there anybody that wants a promotion? Then you must increase your responsibilities. Amen. You can't make mistakes if you want to go to a higher level. If you're on the lower level, we allow mistakes. But the higher level, mistakes become costly. Mistakes become... Amen. Your work will now be more scrutinized. Yeah. You want promotion, but you can't finish the present task in the given time that you were given. But you want promotion. You want promotion, but you couldn't even fix the small thing I told you to do. But you want promotion. One day my wife was complaining about working too hard for a job. She told me, yo, we work hard, I'm tired. I said, look, sweetie. Remember you were promoted a few times. When you were on level, my wife is at a high level at the job. I said to her, when you were on level this, you could still come with this complaint to me that you are telling me now. But because they promoted you to this level, of whom much is given, much is required. There's no room for rest. There's no room for error. You want more money? You want a higher level? There's more responsibility. But if you do the five things Pastor Chris told you today, promotion is going to come to you. You don't have to do it, then you can stay where you are. What were the five things? Number one, you must do things with excellence. Amen. Don't always say, nonsense man. Then do the best with what you have. You know, I'm a man with an excellent spirit. I say that by the grace of God. I always tell people, take me to your house. Take me to your house. Just let me look through your house for a few minutes. Let me look through your yard. I'll tell you what you can improve without money. Without money. Because that, that's something the Lord gave me in that sense. Or just to use wisdom. Because the Bible doesn't say by wisdom, by, by money a house is built. Do you know the Bible says by wisdom a house is built? That's why when I pray for this, for this big church I'm building, I never pray for money. I pray for wisdom. Sometimes I pray for money, then the Lord rebukes me. He says, don't forget, don't forget. By wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, its rooms will be filled. Not by money. Don't pray for money. Pray for wisdom. How to think. Wisdom is how to think. The way you think. The way you think. I see you starting to think in the correct way. I see your boss being happy with you. I see you being promoted. I see your boss calling you into a room. It's a little room where others can't see. And he says to you, I've noticed you. I've what? I've noticed you. I've noticed you don't talk back when I give an instruction. I notice you come early to work and you also leave later. I've noticed you. You think people don't notice? They notice. And then he's going to say to you, I think it's time for a new assignment. You will no longer work where you are working. I'm giving you a new job. I'm going to increase your salary. Because you have done five things. Number one, excellence. Number two, you solved a problem for me. Wow. Number three, what? Diligence. Yeah. Number four, favor. You're going to get favor. But seek favor from the right people. Don't seek it from the wrong people. 
Mune met jou chomies vijver soek, hulle kan jou nie promote. Die man boe kan jou promote. Mune hy vergeet. En number five, cooperation. Mune beklein nie man, mune nie een probleem raak by die weekie. Mune, sy is een probleem by die week. Do you enjoy the teaching today? It's from the Bible. God wants you to grow and to be promoted. God doesn't want you to stay retarded. You must go forward. Amen. Hallelujah. As you go forward, you stay humble. Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Lift your hands. Father, bless the people. You said that you will lift us up, Lord. And your word makes it clear that promotion comes from you. We want to do that which is in your word so that we can also go to new levels. All the servants of the Lord we read about in the Bible from Moses right through, they never stayed where they were but they went to higher heights. Lord, what about us? Lord, what about us? Can we stay or can we go up? Can we go higher? We want to go higher with thee. We want to go deeper with Thee. Help us to humble ourselves so that the next level of promotion can come to us in the name of Jesus. Forgive us of our weakness, our sins, our wrong thinking. Turn our thinking so that we start to think in the right way, in the Bible way, and to do what the Lord instructs us to do. In Jesus' name. We thank you for this sermon and for the guidance the Holy Spirit gives us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. As you remain standing, clap for Jesus. Take out your offerings and tithes. We have gone over time, but we're going to close quickly. But take out your tithe. We want you to continue to give your 10% and then also give to the building project. All of you that said you're going to give to the paving, please, I just took the money before the time, but we're still waiting for all the pledges. Give your pledges. Is it nice outside? The paving is nice? Yes, no more breaking your high shoes anymore. So they'll come around and you will have a chance. Just get your offerings ready. I'll tell you when. If you don't have cash, you can come there to the lady on my side. She has a machine. You can use your card there. Go and serve the people. And don't walk fast. Serve everybody properly. God bless you. Abundance of favor. It's a new level. It's a new level There's an overflow Abundance of blessing I've taken over I've taken over Walking in abundance Moving with the speed of the Holy Ghost I am favored. I'm walking in. Are we done? Start collecting? Okay, take your time. Don't rush. The speed of the Holy Ghost. I am favored. The Lord will give it back to you, but it will come back not the same. It will be more. Praise down, shaken together, running over. God will give into your bosom. Hallelujah. Let me close. If you have a birthday or anniversary, you must go to the garden. Have a piece of cake there with the first lady. It's wonderful. Anything else?
Okay, that lady with the orange board will, will, will the first time visitors and the birthday people will go with her. Father, thank you for the service. Bless everyone this week. Protect us against evil. And lead us not into temptation. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father, the fellowship, the communion, the contribution, the participation, and the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with all. And the children of BMI say,